babies. Thank you, Irene. Hello, Richard. Hello, Raymond. Are you feeling better with your new computer? I have a new computer. I have a new setup. How am I sounding? Impeccable. I got one of these dick mics. Oh, yes. I'm very familiar with the dick mic. I got it as a backup for travel. And then uh, the whole computer thing <laughs> happened. Tried to Decided to streamline the whole process here. Got a little bit better uh, podcast studio background. It's been a whole, it's been a whole real, a new uh, vibe, if you would. I like it. I like it a lot. It needed some, and the podcast studio just needed a new energy. And that's, mm-hmm. of that's, what, that's what I got. You're more um, zoomed in as well. Lucky you. <laughs> I like it. Well, I could change. I could just do this. Mm-mm. Okay. Where's bitch tits? There he is. Oh, thank God. Heaven forbid. Tits de bitch. <laughs> it's football season. Yep. Bill's, hey, Bill. got a, Bill's got a 12 pack of high noons ready to go. Boys. They only come in eight packs, right? Yeah. Sorry. I don't, I, I don't drink high noons. I apologize. They're delicious. You should. <clears throat> we only drink white birch, Bill. Mm-hmm. I don't drink white birch. I'll beep that. <laughs> Ray, it's really good to see you. What's up with you. this new mic? What a fucking dick. Hmm. You surprised? If you got on on time, you would have learned that with the it's whole seven oh fucking one. We start at seven. Ray, what's I got on start? at seven. 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 The second I saw the fucking email. So uh, you would have learned that with the whole computer debacle, the whole thing just needed a new energy, and that's what we gave it. And this mic decided to be part of that, and that's where we're at. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the Simple Mind Sports Show. Friday headlines, August 13th. 27th. Nope. 20th. 13th. 13th. I thought you were fucking with me. Nope. August 13th. Patriots preseason, game number one tonight. Welcome to the show. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, rate, review. If you're listening on the podcast, do the same. Subscribe, unsubscribe, do it again. Uh, welcome to the Silver Mind Sports Show. You know, Bill, I decided to start the show on a real positive note. Now, I was happy to see Raymond, where normally uh, I just get a little bit of curdle on my stomach. And you just come on with your real dick attitude. Yeah. God, cunty Bill tonight. Great <laughs> Fucking worst. The fucking worst. You know why? You know why he's being an asshole, right? Because he's not drinking the preferred uh, drink of choice on the Simple Mind Sports Show, which is our favorite craft brewery in New Hampshire, White Birch Brewing in National New Hampshire. Ray, address, please. 460 Amherst Street. The good side of Amherst Street. Get down to the brewery. I don't know if you saw their Instagram post the other day, uh, but it's basically just cakes and beers down there. Sounds like a fucking good time to me. If you mm. can't make it down to the brewery, get it at your local beer stop. Tell them the Simple Minds Boys sent you wherever you get it. White Birch 
brewing. Are you guys going to be completely distracted the whole time? The game hasn't even started yet. I have not put the game on. I'm distracted by Ray's new beat off couch behind him in the, in the <laughs> podcast studio. Thank you. I now have a place to sleep and beat off. <laughs> I was distracted because Kevin Costner is walking on the field, throwing out the throwing out the first pitch. So I didn't know how long we'll have oh, Bill's attention for. God. Okay, we'll get to that. But of course, we have to start Patriots here. Preseason game number one tonight, Thursday, as we record. Um, the number one thing on the docket, it's not even worth. Thank you for turning the TV off, Ray. I know that well, attention spans. They are very not, small. Very yeah. small. I apologize. <laughs> um, obviously, the number one thing everyone's looking at is the quarterbacks. It's an inter- it, normally the things that everyone are looking at. I want to look at something different, but we can't because there's a lot of things that we, we can. There's a lot of ways that this can go. Is Cam going to play one one series? Does that mean he's a starter? Does he play a full half? Does Cam, how much time does Mac get with the with the ones? Does he play with the twos? What the what does the whole offense look like? Does he look like a piece of shit? Is Cam Newton the same piece of shit that we knew of them? I think. You know, obviously there's a lot to look at. How much are we going to learn tonight? I don't know. I ask you just opening statement, Ray, uh, when it comes to the quarterbacks, what do we think we're going to happen? What are you looking to see? Uh, what I'm looking to see is the Cam Newton be the Cam Newton that we all know and love and to hear the boo birds in Foxborough and let <laughs> Bill Belichick know that we're not happy with his choice at quarterback. Put the kid in, let Mac Jones run rampant on this fucking season. Let's see what he's got. Ray's looking for boobers right out of the gate. Right, right out, out of the, out gate, of the shame one. There hasn't been fans there in forever. You, you might get him right out of the shoot. That's what you I'm hoping might. for. I mean, look at what happened in the NBA when they let fans back in. We based there's <laughs> just melees going Fights on. Fights People... and bottle throwers. Sons and four. A fucking drunk Thursday night and a hot, sweaty, drunk Thursday night in Foxborough. I would the... never go to this game. <laughs> the first time in a year and a year and a half. Yeah, it might get weird, especially if Cam Newton goes out there and sucks. Bill, what are you looking at? You have been long, uh, long train running on the Cam Newton is starting week one, probably the whole season redshirt year for Mac Jones. Uh, what do you got to see this game to change it for you or more importantly, change it for Bill? Or do you think it's still just locked in? I still think it's locked in, but, I, you know, he's really I don't think Bill's going to put a lot of stock in the first preseason game against Washington. I, I just really don't, I, you know, you, you really think the more stocks in the dress rehearsal, whether it's game two or game three, we don't really fucking know this year with the new preseason. But I mean, I want to see cam with the new offense, you know, you got a better offensive line this year and now you just added some weapons. I know Hunter Henry's not going to play, but in, in Nelson Aguilar, but you still, you know, Jacoby Myers looks like the best wide receiver in camp. And I want to see cam throw the fucking football. That's what I. That's what attempt. I'm looking to see. Attempt, attempt. serviceable attempts, not <laughs> chucking it into the fucking ground, not taking stupid sacks. Like I want to see him be a competent quarterback because I still think he's starting all year. I don't. I think this this Mac Jones hype right now in, in training camp. It just seems like they're hype. We heard it from Jared Stidham. We heard it about Jimmy Garoppolo. I feel like all these Patriots beat writers are just pumping pumping Mac Jones's tires. Trent Brown came out the other day and said something though, that he had he's seen stuff from a first year quarterback. He's never seen before. So, Trent Brown's uh, an idiot. I'll take Hey, anything that puts <laughs> Mac Jones in front of Cam Newton, that, I'll take. Dude, he I, also d- doubled down on it. He also doubled down on it this week. Said that this kid's going to be a superstar. He also has a tattoo of him fucking two chicks on his arm. Weird. That noted. Um, all right, let me take the other side of this because I do think that Cam is in the driver's seat as it comes to Bill Belichick picking his starting quarterback. Uh, but I don't think – like, I think 
in Bill Belichick's mind, week one is is set. It's it's there. They're going with Cam. They're going to let Mac Jones uh, feel his way in into the uh, into the NFL here. But I don't think Belichick is is thinking about that the whole year. I honestly think. Well, let me ask you this: Do you think he feels pressure? Do you think he feels pressure right now after a seven and six season, watching Brady shove a Super Bowl? Seven and six, throat? seven and nine. Sir. Sorry, seven and nine. Um, I was thinking 69, seven and six. My math is bad. Welcome seven to, to my ten. Show. You know, whatever. Seven and ten. Um, I felt like Ray. Sorry. God damn it. Um, do you Wait, feel? Do you think eight? he feels pressure, Ray? And and how does that equate to the uh, uh, the, the the quarterback position here? I'll answer my own question. I think that he wants to get a really good look and understanding what Mac Jones is in case he has to go to him come week four, five, six, because Cam Newton is the Cam Newton that he brought in last year, which in the back of his mind knows that's a very real fucking possibility. But he shot himself in the foot with the Brady situation. So here you are, Bill. la di da Hope your defense is good and hope Mac Jones can play come week eight. That's what I think's in his head. And I think we're going to see Mac Jones get time this whole preseason because of it. Can I ask both of you a question? Where do you think the players land, like the offensive players? Where do you think they land? Who do they favor? Who do they want under center? Who do, who do they want them throwing the ball? You know, because they have all these incentives. They reach all these incentives. They get bonuses and all that shit. Who do you think helps them get that bonus? It's, I think that uh, their heart is going to tell them Cam. I think that the vet, it's a veteran locker room, right? I think they all have respect for Cam Newton. They all played together in a COVID year last year, and they banned a brother's kind of shit for that. Fucked each other's dicks. Okay. Uh, but I think when it comes down to winning, losing, catching passes, and not, I think they're going to see Mac Jones in practice connecting with a lot of passes and go, this fucking kid can throw it and Cam can't, and we're losing games 17 to 16. Hey, Bill, maybe it's time to make a change. I think you'll, you might see the locker room flip there, especially if they're it's losing. Not, if they're winning, it might be a different story. Obviously, but it, it's the money thing. I don't even think these players sometimes don't care about the wins or losses. It's the money, the incentives, the bonuses that they can get. And I think Mac Jones could be the guy that gets them those bonuses. And like you said, midway through the season, hey, I'm not reaching my incentives. Put the kid in. See what he's got. It's a running team, though. You know, they they built the offensive line. They built the tight ends. You know, a running team. John o. Smith's one of the best blocking tight ends in the league, and he's been murdering people in Patriots practice. Back to your original question, Rich, about Bill feeling some pressure. I'll give you 225 million reasons why he's fucking some pressure. I mean, you, how do you not feel the pressure after that shit year you had last year and you go out and spend $225 million in the offseason? Oh, you're the number one. You spent the number, the most money on day one in free agent history or some bullshit right up there. So, I mean, and that usually doesn't pan out. That doesn't pan out at all. If you look at the teams that spend big, big cash, they're not teams that are sniffing playoff spots. You know, I think there's been one maybe that had a winning record after they spent, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in, in the offseason. So, I mean, yeah, that's a lot of pressure. But, again, you have to overhaul, overhaul the roster. So, I mean, I, you know, I still yeah. think he, he's got to feel something. And, and to bat your point from you've been making with Brady in, in the Super Bowl, yeah, you he, he just saw him win a Super Bowl. I mean, he's – you're feeling he's pride. changing up camp. There's got to be some pride. You're only one ahead now. You're, you were always two ahead. No matter how many Brady won, you're always two ahead now. Now he went out and got his own. Well, that's what his boat says. His head coaching record says uh, not, the, not the same thing. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, do you know off the top of your head, Bill, how many of these receivers have incentives built in? I want to say the guys they signed this year is all guaranteed this year. 
Like yeah, Johnny they, they, was getting his money. Henry's Hunter Henry, his money. Hunter Henry, and, yeah, maybe Bourne. I feel like Kendrick Bourne has a few million built in there. He um, has him and Aguilar do because I think remember Aguilar signed a you know his his deal was averaging what 11, 11 a year, but most of it was front loaded. So it's basically a what a one or two year deal. What he signed a three year deal or something. I don't remember. So it's basically like a one year deal. He signed a two year deal. So that's basically like a one year. And then Bourne. They stretched it out, I think, over X amount of years to, to spread, stretch out the signing bonus. Like, I'd have to really look in the contracts, but That's I don't I mean. think, I, I think a lot of like, gave, I think I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's a lot of incentive based for these guys. I think they gave them their money, fuck with the salary cap and uh, paid them in cash up front. I think that I, so oh, man, grapefruit <laughs> to your point, to your point, Ray, we might uh, they might be not as inclined to bitch about not getting their catches if their contracts are essentially guaranteed this year, which no. may work in their favor, maybe not. Uh, we'd have to look closer at that. Um, all right. What, what do you think? What do you expect of Mac Jones? What the rookie, this is a unique situation for Patriots. We haven't seen them since blood. So 93, when we were in diapers and bill was banging tie hookers and both your mothers. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, the 15th overall pick Mac Jones, the heir apparent, uh, what, what's your predictions or what would you like to see um, out of Mac Jones tonight? Or what would scare you Take anywhere you want to go there? Bright lights are on him tonight. All attention's on him. You know, the critics are going to be really digging in on him, seeing all his flaws. If he makes one mistake, they're all going to be on him. So, I, I mean, he played in Alabama, he played at Tuscaloosa. So, I mean, one of those things he's used to this, these big games, these big types of uh, situations. So I just want to see him have a connection with some of these receivers too. You know, who's his best reception, you know, guy throwing the ball to and catching the ball to what bill. The Red Sox fucking suck. That's what uh, um, Bill, don't just ease your pain, baby. It's football season. The Red Sox are dead. Don't worry about it. Baseball season's over. Uh, welcome to the Patriots. Let's go. Give me, give uh, me some Mac Jones with the ones and the twos early. You know, I don't want to see him coming in the sec. You know, the third and fourth stringers. Those guys suck. You're gonna get Mac Jones killed by these trash offensive linemen. Like, I'm not kidding. Look at go. Like, how many of these games in the third and fourth quarters when all the real starters are out, you just see guys like basically straight shots to the quarterback. Yeah, it happens. Mayhem. Everyone's trying to get a roster spot. Every DN in the world is trying to hit the quarterback. Give me, yeah, give me, give me Mac. Give. I want to see Cam one or two series. Get him out of there and get Mac in with the first team offensive line. And let him get in there with some fucking offensive skill players. I don't want to see him with the threes and the fours. You don't, I don't, to me, you don't get a good gauge of a quarterback with the threes and the fours. Again, so you got a broken offense. You got like a, a broken down offense and you guys got, you're not really running any routes. You're not really running any great plays. It's a lot of running and um, handing the ball off and then just fucking deep passes. Cause they're just, just trying to make a name. So I just don't think a lot of that, like you're going to see, you're going to get a good read on Mac Jones, unless you, you give him cam one series and then fucking put Mac in with the, the starters. That's what I want to see. What if he looks good with the threes and fours though? What would that say? I think it's the same. I think it's the old saying like Jimmy in, uh, Garoppolo looked good with the threes and the fours. He went to a super bowl. I think Did it's the old it? saying like the like oh, major league baseball spring training. If you're good in spring training, it doesn't matter. If you suck in spring training, it's a bad sign. So if Mac Jones sucks against threes and fours, that's a bad sign. If he's good, it doesn't matter. So I'm with Bill. I, I don't throw him out there, but guys like Tom and Curran are, are saying, you know, you might see Mac Jones for quarters two, three, and four, maybe one and a half, two, three. Well, and yeah, four. Brian, Brian Hoyer's legit only run scout team. You know, it, it sounds like right now he might not even make the team. 
as far as quarterbacks go. I mean, Stidham, you can basically keep him on the pup all year. He just had surgery. You can basically, you know what I mean? So you, he's a you, useless cause. I would, sorry to interrupt you, Bill, but I would be surprised if they cut Hoyer because Jared Stidham is useless. Yeah, he's but you don't have, you don't, useless. but again, though, Rich, if you keep him on the pup for having, what do you have, back surgery? If you keep him on the pup, you don't have to wait, you don't, you don't have to wait. Uh, waste a roster spot for him. So you still have him for next year. There's well, no roster spot for him. So you, I'd rather you, have Hoyer here though, to help Mac Jones with the playbook. So yeah, I'd I rather, think, I think he's a better, and they have than... a, they have a fourth quarterback too. Who is it that? No, they just cut they him. Cut they him. cut him. Okay. Yeah. No, I, uh, I just, I just don't think, you know, th- there's roster crunches all across the board right now. You got deep at what deeper at wide receiver. You're pretty deep at cornerback. You're deep at safety. You got, you're deep on the defensive line. You know, you could cut if you, you believe this high, you've seen it years of Brian Hoyer got cut when they drafted Ryan Mallett and went Brady and Mallett, you know? So I yeah. mean, that's one of those things that you could have said the same thing. You'd, you'd want Brian Hoyer with the rookie. He's been in the offense for a while, but Brian Hoyer is not going to sign with anybody else. He's going to be a guy that Patriots fucking call week to week and say, Hey, we need you for a fucking game. Let's go. If camp gets hurt. I, I don't know. I just think you could, you can cut down there. Yeah, you might. Uh, that's a good point. You kind of talked me into it. You might see them go to a two quarterback room. You just, it depends. Again, you're relying on a rookie as your backup, hypothetically, with Cam Newton, a guy with injury history. Um, it's risky, but you're right. If you got Brian Hoyer on speed dial, then you probably. Then you're probably that if that's your plan. You, you just have whatever. a deeper roster too. I mean, if you look at the guys that could play on the def- defensive line, you you spent the majority of your money on defensive line, right? You spent a lot of money to bring Van Noy and Matt Judon back, or uh, Van Noy back and then Judon. I mean, you still got young guys. I mean, you you want to talk about guys? Anthony Jennings is there. Uche, Trey uh, Winovich. I've read for he might not make the team even if he was healthy. Like that's how you're kind of deep on the offensive, uh, the defensive side, the, f- the front seven, you're deep. He's you're fucking deep. Life too much, man. Well, and you, it, uh, Christian Barrymore, that's a lock who's looked like a fucking stud. Mm-hmm. You know, he just Steal got, he, draft. He, he got banged up battling a little ankle injury and some blisters, like a little pussy, but you know, I'm hey, just saying like, you got Bill, deeper- beautiful segue, but, but Billy Ramble's got in the way. I do want to talk front seven um, next year, uh, but just to finish up on that Mac Jones thought and the Brian Hoyer, um, yeah, you know, uh, I can, I can, I can get behind that then at cut Hoyer to get the next roster spot. Um, but in terms of what we want to see, the, the only thing that would freak me out is if Mac Jones got out there and looked like absolute shit. If he looked like, like AJ McCarron, <laughs> yeah, whatever name, name, whatever quarterback, uh, Sam Darnold seeing ghost. If he goes out there and looks like that in a preseason game, then yeah, I'm going to be a little bit worried because it's not only this year, he's supposed to be your future. So uh, I know there's a lot of riding on him. You're not going to judge it after one game. But if you ask me what would freak me out, that would freak me out. Uh, you know, yeah, a bad interception yeah. or, um, you know, you know or just not the looking too totally fast sharp. Well, that's the biggest scared, thing. Yeah. Be, I don't yeah. expect it. I don't expect it. Like you said, he's got Alabama. Um, and Rich, not only spot. with just the future, but the, the track record of first round draft picks Bill has been wasting over the years. You know, you lost one for fucking deflate You lost – one for Spygate, but then from 14 to one. Drafting Nikhil Harry. You know what I mean? Nikhil Harry, Sonny Michelle, Isaiah Wynn, who's a, a stud when he's healthy, but he can't get on the field. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, they haven't drafted good in the first round since, two, like, before 2014. 
Like, look at the guys they took in the first round. It haven't been shit. You, you again, you lost one. Dominic Easley in 2014 was fucking Wolf. terrible. You're lucky you had a better draft with Garoppolo and a couple other pieces that you could fucking work in there. But I mean, you you need to hit on Mac Jones. Like for draft implications in the it's more pressure on Mac Jones because now you're the future and you have a shit. Like we're talking Nikhil Harry was a first round draft pick two years ago, might not make the team. Sony Michelle, first round draft pick four years ago. Didn't get his fifth year option picked up. He might get cut. Isaiah Wynn can't stay fucking healthy. So yeah. like there's there's a big there's like you need to hit on Mac Jones. Yeah, for more than just the future. Like his reputation as a drafter in the first round, you're you've sucked in this new fucking this second wave of dynasty. Yeah. Uh, it's true, but he has hit on a few um, second and third rounders, and it looks like a few of those are going to be playing in the front seven this year. You mentioned him, Bill. Uh, Uche, Bearmore are locks. People are going nuts. They were going nuts over Uche last year, and he looked the part. Jennings, and, uh, I think, is a lock, too. Yeah. Um, um, Jenkins. Anthony, why Anthony Jennings? Oh, no, yeah, no, no, Jenkins. Jenkins and Jenkins. So Anthony Jen- Jennings was a year ago. He lost the season due to some injuries. Um, he was yeah, him and Uche. Out. Yeah, him and Uche were the same draft. Right. Uh, Ronnie Perkins is who I'm thinking of, not Jenkins. Oh Ronnie yeah, P- Perkins. Yeah. Ooh, he Perkins also looks, looks like a fucking stud. You got Chase Winovich, who got on Bill's bad side, like you said, might be off the team because he might not fit, or Bill doesn't want to coach players that he doesn't like anymore because he's old. Whatever. He still looks like an NFL player. Um, so but the just, team in sacks last year, uh, Dietrich Wise is not young anymore, but you know, late was he undrafted or late round? Fourth Whatever. round. Um, who am I missing uh, coming back that they signed? Um, well, you, uh, you got Barcavius, uh Adams or whatever his name is that you got. You have Henry Anderson. You have Lawrence Guy. Lawrence Guy. Lawrence yep. Guy is another in-house guy um, that we like there. And obviously, you know, they bring in Gotchow. They're bringing Henry. They gotcha, bring yeah. back Vanoy. Hightower comes back after sitting out. Yeah, you're stacked. Second to the quarterback position, I think everyone's looking at this front seven, specifically the run defense, which sucked last year. For You don't often see that in a Bill Belichick defense. Even if their defense is bad, they're usually good on the run. They blew last year. And uh, he clearly addressed it. They clearly addressed it. This should be, if not the strength of your team, certainly the strength of your defense that sets the rest of it up. Yeah, the defense is definitely the strength right now. I mean, throw in the cornerback position, you get a healthy Stefan Gilmore, probably a motivated Stefan Gilmore if you're not fucking, you know, adjusting his contract. Think about the motivation. We, we, you know, we talked about Dennis Schroeder for the Celtics, turned down $84 million to sign for $5.9 million. I mean, that's motivation cool. to, get, to get a big deal, to get on the market next year. And I mean, if that's Gilmore's plan, you expect a big, big season out of him. I expect to, him to look like the number one corner. I mean, you want to talk a deep roster. I mean, you got Joe John Williams. You just wasted a second round pick on two years, two years ago, three years ago. Now that looks like a roster cut this year. So, I mean, that, that just tells you kind of how deep your roster is. You lost Patrick Chung, but now you got Adrian Phillips back there on. Who on they're def- saying is looking really good in camp. Well, and you think last year, he had a pretty good year last year, but they used him in linebacker. year last year. And you, they used just- they use him at a linebacker and yeah. he's looked like your best player in camp. Duggar, Uche, all these, all, all these guys are on defense. You hear nothing about this defense. I mean, you look at some of the one-on-one drills, you have defensive guys winning. You look at the defense. I mean, Cam Newton's in 11 on 11 against the first defense is under 50%. 
uh, Mac Jones is like 48. So, I mean, they're, they're not doing well against the, the number one defense. I mean, I don't know if it says anything about the two quarterbacks, but like, this is what you need. You probably, if you had a better defense last year, you're, you're winning, you're going 10 and six. Cause then you, yeah, if, if you, you had a better defense and, and win yeah. a couple games uh, with some low scores, if you could have made Cam Newton throw the ball. Well, this defense, I think this year could make up for the shortcomings Cam Newton has, right? So if you have a shit quarterback, if you think I'm not going to compare him to the Ravens years ago with Trent Dilfer, but like that defense made up for a lot of shit that Trent Dilfer did. Yeah. Right. I mean, you look at the giants in fucking 2007, that defense made up for a lot of shit. Eli Manning did, especially in the playoffs and especially against the Patriots in the fucking Super Bowl. Right. So I mean. The only thing, though, is that Cam Newton has to get these guys rest. He can't be going out having three and outs all the time either. Get your rest. Get your rest. Oh, that's the thing. That would, that's what killed that team last year. There was always, all right, back on the field, three and out. Go back on the field. Here we go. No, and, what killed right. the team last year is because you could have drove a fucking car through that offensive line and not hit a guy. Uh, and Cam Newton, let's be honest. Right. Uh, you know, it. if the front seven looks as good as we expect it to, and you have Agent Phillips, Kyle Duggar, you still got, uh, you know, team captain McCourty back there. It's almost like your, your cornerbacks have gone from the strength of your team to, you know, the third best part of your defense, depending on what Stefan Gilmore looks like. JC Jackson is still a question mark for me. I'm sorry. Like he's looked you know, like yeah. a stud. He's looked like a stud in camp. Like there. Yeah, who's, who's he going Kelly against? In no, no, I know what you're saying, but Jeff, Howe was saying like this morning, that he he's looks got, like a big payday coming. Talk about another motivated guy. Um, Jonathan Jones, we know is excellent in his position. So their defense should be good. Um, it should be great. It should be great. But it, you know, Ray, just in terms of the way that that, you know, hierarchy on the defense has gone, it's almost like the corner, if the cornerbacks are your third best part of the defense, then yeah, you should be good. Oh, absolutely. This team. And you know, what kind of uh, quarterbacks are you going to face the first four weeks? You know, you're going against Miami, you got Tua. The, uh, you got the Saints, you're going against fucking um, Jameis Winston. The only suck, top suck. Keep going. Uh, who's week three or two? You just said the Saints is week two, I know, right? They're, they're week three, I think. But uh, you, the biggest test you have is Tom Brady. The That's Jets gonna... suck, suck, yeah. suck, and then yeah. it's Brady. So, yeah, this defense will have that uh, motivation. They're going to have that uh, swagger because they're going to be looking great going up against Tom Brady. So week four is going to be the real true test. Patriots are starting 4-0. Dolphins, Jets, Saints. The Patriots are starting 4-0. <laughs> Zach Wilson, Tua. There's Tua now. Saints, Jameis Winston, three and zero. You're definitely gonna have an undefeated game going into Week Four. Did you say? Did you hear a coward, Colin Coward, t- talking about Zach Wilson c- compared to Baker, uh, Johnny Manziel? Thank you. I've been doing that for fucking months now. Finally, someone He's else gets on board with that. Thank Holy you. Bob. Dude, every every fucking hey. thing he said, I said. He's rich. He's got the same attitude as Manziel. He's a prick. He's got a hot mom. Fuck, dude. Everything's all it's all it's all Colin, coming up Colin, Billy. Colin, it's just all coming up Billy. Shoot us an email, Colin. We'll get you on. No problem. Hey, we're running like Patriots, but it is preseason, so we'll we'll skip on something else because I want to get to more things. Uh, which is sneakily important to me, and not we haven't heard a lot about this is the offensive line, which when when talking about who's on that offensive line, we all thought was going to be a strength, and they should be, and they need to be for this team to be successful. They need to be the most important, if not the second most important unit on your team. For me, it's 1A, 1B, both of your lines, D-line and O-line. Probably more importantly, O-line, whether it's Cam back there or a rookie, 
they're going to both, both suck in their own way. And the offensive line needs to be completely consistent this year. David Andrews had some sound earlier in camp saying, uh, essentially we suck and we're not where we need to be, but we will get there. Uh, we know Trent Brown is there motivated. Uh, everyone seems to be healthy. Did Karras went down, um, for a few weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, back. The, isn't he back though? I think back he's back. Though, yeah. He's dealing with something. Yep. Uh, the Will Sherman six run pick that everyone was high on might be a, a cut. Um, Heron. 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 Yeah, they got their backups He's, there that have been there for years that they're still trying to work in that I have no faith in. Well, whatsoever. Heron came last year. He, he he did guard and tackle. He looks like the swing tackle, you yeah, know, the backup. So. But if you get if you get a healthy uh, Isaiah win, um, uh, Shaq Mason, David Andrews, Aninwa, oh, and Trent Brown, Ray, you got to be looking at one of the, I don't know, top five offensive lines. Right now, the right, yeah, right now, the right number three in the preseason. So, uh, yeah, this is this could be good for us because you need a good offensive line. Like you said, we got shit back there at quarterback with Cam Newton starting week one. Mac Jones, that'd be a great thing for him, give him more time and protection to make those uh reads. So, yeah, we need to have a great offensive line if we want to make a playoffs this year. Yeah, and it just stresses the importance of bringing back David Andrews. You know, I mean, I think last summer we, we, we did a show on the most important. It was David Andrews. Yeah, I said, yeah, David Andrews. I, I think we all was, did. You know, I mean, and then you saw it for a blow market deal. Yeah, a blow market deal. A, he's a swan man. He's a uh, yeah. He's a so, ten well, million. That's a ten million. That's a ten million dollar center. That's a ten million dollar center, and you got him for what five million bucks, four million yeah. bucks. Bill said, "Go out there and see what you can get," and he couldn't get what he wanted, and he came back. But yeah, that's was, also gonna help a, our, but let me stop you real quick. That's going to help the run game too. I mean, Sony Michelle had his best year when he had a great offensive line. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to be a fucking Pro Bowl player, but if you want him to be that, you know, look good. Him and Damian third, Harris, third guy. You know, they're, they're going to have that running back by uh, committee kind of thing. But you have a great offensive line. Open those holes. Let these guys have some really good lanes. This this will be an exciting team. I'm in, I'm very excited right now. Yeah, and I'm not saying a your boner wouldn't. Just- Tell you that, you know, yeah, Joe Tooney. What Joe Tooney at fifteen million or something out there in Kansas Jeez, City? Yeah, I'm not saying Anin wants him, but he looked real good last year. Uh, Isaiah Wynn on those polls looks looked excellent when he's healthy. That's what they Irene as do. well. Yep. Irene on the poll on the Yank. We call it actually on Thursdays <laughs> when I'm there. Uh, it, it's all gravy. It you just got to stay healthy. That's the big question mark. Trent Brown um, and Isaiah Wynn are your big one. Shaq Mason was feels like he's been dealing injury for two years, and uh, David Andrews. Had blood clot, so hopefully they all stay in. Let's move quickly through these last couple of things. Wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I Nate Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, and Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers is probably the best wide receiver for this team on that. Bourne's list. look real good out of the slot, too. Real fast feet. Gets out of his cuts and breaks real fast. But Cam Newton can't can't do any timing route, so this guy's useless. No, I don't want to um, discard the tight ends. We know that they're going to be a big part of the passing game. If Hunter Henry's pussy ass can be healthy enough to get on the field, I'm excited about Janu Smith. But just specifically talking about wide receiver pass catchers and this barrage of fucking um, reporting about Nikhil Harry this summer makes me start thinking maybe they see their wide receivers as not as good as they thought they might be. And Nikhil Harry might actually be important to them. Ugh. which is a scary thought. Oh, come on, dude. His, his blocking is astronomically better than last year. He catches every football that comes his way. 
it's Nikhil Harry's year, boys. He just finally put it all together. I well, because say- he wants to get the fuck out of New England, so he's having a hell of a fucking training camp so he can get that uh, trade value up so he can get the hell out of here. Nobody See- fucking wants him. He can catch 100 passes in these three games, and still nobody would fucking want him. See, this is where I disagree. With- I don't think that I don't think that um, Nikhil Harry is on his way out. I, I, I think that... No, he he's not out, but in his mind, he thinks... Hey, if I if I look good and training camp as agent, look how dumb his agent is. He's probably telling him all feeding all this bullshit. Be like, yeah, if you have a great training camp, great preseason, get that trade value up. We'll get you. That's out not of here. a dumb agent. That's a smart agent. Well, he's dumb ass for a trade. Yeah. But to Bill's point earlier, uh, he's a first round pick. That'll be another failed first round pick by Bill. I think everyone has motivation for Nikhil Harry to succeed in on a Patriots uniform, and that's why you're getting the fluff out of camp. Just show it to me in a game. Just show me in a game because he's still not running routes. He's just making nice catches off of bad throws from Cam Newton and blocking real good. Well, the game starts now, so let's see. I guess we'll see. All right, we got to cruise through the rest of this. Uh, Nick Folk, we're, we're in jeopardy of our holding hands in the Philadelphia Eagles stadium. Praying to God Nick Folk could hit a 15-yard field goal to win that game. He may be out this Quinn Nordwin. Norden? Norden, uh, yeah. The, the rookie, I guess, is perfect. Plugging, plugging fucking clams from duty. I think he's like, yeah, 10, 10 for his last 10, and he had a 55 and a 57 yarder. He's got a huge leg, but he huge only cock. hits huge cock. He only hit about 70% of his kicks in Michigan. You know, it, it seems like the Patriots emphasize like the counting his steps or measuring his steps on his drop back, and it's made him a little more accurate. Nick Folk, 1.25 million guaranteed. You know, you, you might see probably him get cut. We, I, it just seems like this guy, he's got a big leg. You're not going to carry three three kickers. You got Bailey there. I mean, Nick Folk, $1.25 million seems like chump change for this team for guaranteed money. You know, I mean, if he keeps kicking like this. This could be the, the, the kicker of uh, the Nazi kicker we all hope last year was supposed to be the fucking guy. But, but Adolf couldn't make the team, and yeah, now sorry. he's out of the league. So Sorry, buddy. Uh, go shoot your guns elsewhere. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye on the kicking game. Also keep an eye on – I had bubble watch here. Devin Asiasi. Uh, uh, he's making the Hello, Lena. Uh, Anthony Jennings. That's a deep uh, front seven. And Will Sherman probably is uh, the most likely to be gone. Uh, all right, boys, we're going to cruise the rest of this real quick with some Red Sox talk. But before that, um, if you are stressed out about the Red Sox, if you are feeling a little anxiety, go to our friend, Dr. Tom at back to basicsllc.com. Get your CBD ointment, CBD rub. Gummies. Uh, gummies. My CBD. mom just got some gummies. Ooh. I, <laughs> I mean, I know. Sorry, Bill. Not in an ad. (laughs) (laughs) The discipline. The discipline from Billy Badwards is off the charts. We're going to have to send this to Dr. Tom. a year and a half. We'll show him how seriously we take this. Yeah, Uh, Dr. Tom, send me some shit. I have another surgery soon. Need some shit. What? Just fucking ruin that. Uh, We'll get to the surgery later. We don't really care. Uh, I'm sure he will. Bill will be um, uh, (laughs) relaxing on some CBD. Look, just go to backtobasicsllc.com. B-A-K, the number two, basicsllc.com. With every order you make, you get a free sample. I said free with every order. Irene got her free sample, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure Bill will let us know what it is next week. Uh, Get your best. (laughs) It's the best CBD in New England. Backtobasicsllc.com. 
Doc, let Dr. Tom be your go-to CBD guru. Uh, everyone needs it. Red Sox lose again. They lose the series to Tampa. The fucking this, the, it's over, man. It's over. Fuck off. We've uh, how many times do we need to have this conversation? This is why baseball is baseball. Every single day you have to talk about it, and now seemingly every single day the Red Sox lose for seemingly the same fucking reason. After they he are- scored twenty runs last night. He scored one fucking run tonight. One it, fucking run. Anybody who watched last them- night. Anybody who watched them score 20 runs last night and thought that this was going to be that that's not the game that breaks. This isn't the wake up call. No, that's not the type of game. It's the comeback wins, the walk off wins. Not when you're up 14 to fucking nothing in the fifth inning. Oh, by the way, you still gave up seven inning, seven runs. How do you give up nine runs? (laughs) Holy shit. Valdez sucks. This team is dead in the water. You just look at Bogart's uh, comments after the game. Listen to him speaking even after like it just it just reinforces that they were looking for help at the deadline. The team knew they were playing above their heads. The team knew they couldn't keep it up and they needed help. And then fuck you, Bill. And they didn't get I, it. I, it just came he out. moved it. He moved it. He moved it after. To finish. No, I moved it to finish. I pulled out. And that's what I told your mom. Uh, <laughs> I beat you to it. I pulled okay, out. Okay, fine. Hat, here's uh here's Bogart's quotes after the game where they won uh, 20 to nine quote help is on the on its way said Bogarts we've also got some other guys also who have been on the IL who have been playing good for us all year knowing that they're coming DL. back so it's fun obviously we saw how Schwarber was right before he got hurt he was just launching balls all over the place these guys are desperately rocket Wednesday reaching reaching for help from Kyle Schwarber and uh, Chris Sale coming off in ACL. Uh, they're dead. They're absolutely dead. You mean Tommy and John? Tommy John. Yeah. Did he say elbow? Sorry. He said ACL. Oh, I thought he said elbow. Yeah, I would have agreed with Rich because Tommy John's the elbow, bitch. That's... Um, I know what the Tommy John is. You little cunt. Mm, no, you don't. Look, look. Uh, it at this point, it is on the players to sack up and go out there and play. It looked like you got that out of Tanner Hawk today, who looks like. A legitimate uh, mid rotation, at least starter. He looks his stuff is good. He's got to stretch out a little bit. Um, you got Chris Sale coming back. If he can be eighty percent, he had a nice game from Ivaldi. Uh, seven innings. He's due with every fourth start for one of those. He's okay. Um, yeah, but but you need that every two, three starts, I not every it. four I starts. I understand it, Bill. But at this point in time, I'm look. It, the reason the rotate. Hold on. The rotation no, no, was no, better now. On. The reason Ugh. you're in the you're in the position you are as the Red Sox is because of management. However, if you continue down this road into a 2011 chicken and beer type of situation, that's on the players. At one point in time, you got to sack up JD Xander Devers. You got to go out there and you got to play the game. He went uh, four for four in a 20 run game yesterday. What do you do today? All for six or over three. Whatever. It's fucking did. bullshit. So, um, yeah, the, the rotation uh, looks better, I guess. It should be Chris Sale, Evaldi, Erod, Pavetta, Hawk. Um, yeah, Hawk's, Hawk is here to stay. I like the rotation there now. But Richard, slide the fuck over, please. There he is, the journeyman, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, I'll just say this. Ryan Brazier has been having some rehab starts, and he's expected to be back, and people on that team are excited about it. 
uh, I will re- I will shoot myself in the face before I watch Ryan Brazier pitch. Yeah, and uh, Philip Vald- yeah, and Philip Valdez just pitches way off the Red Sox because you need to make room on the forty man roster for Chris Sale. Yep. So someone's gonna come off, and I mean Austin Davis could go down, but you still need to pull Ooh. someone off the forty man. That that piece of shit you just traded Shavis for Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, yeah, Robles looked great. He walked four batters in a row before he finally got a pop up. Absolutely dead. Uh, all right, we're out of time here, but uh, final notes. Uh, Fluto Shizawa hinted at Charlie McAvoy getting a $10 million uh, extension for the Bruins. We've talked about this in the past. Uh, real quick, yes or no around the panel, I say yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk more about that on a day where the Patriots aren't playing. Uh, we'll get more into the, into the weeds. Uh, and Ray, Lionel Messi, I know this is soccer talk, but this is international shit. This is big money stuff. This is corruption stuff. It's also maybe baby back bitch stuff. He leaves Barcelona to join uh, PSG Paris Saint-Germain, who also has Neymar and some other guy that is a world-class soccer player. Is this, just, is this just bullshit uh, bitch move by Messi here, trying to go to, to win some more? No, Bar- Barcelona, he told them that you take a 50% pay cut to stay with Barcelona. Barcelona is in so much money trouble right now. He wanted to stay there. He started there in 2003. He's been there since 2003 with the club team. Uh, yeah, he wanted there. He wanted to be there. Uh, Barcelona fucked up, and now he has joined Paris Saint-Germain, which is the Buffalo Bills of the uh, Champions League because they have Not the best, anymore. best talent all the time. They always uh, finish runner-up or semifinals get blown out. So, yeah, if they don't win it now, I mean, there's something wrong with them. What do you sign for, two for 96? Yeah. No, that three. Is I think three. Two for 96. Right, I think it was only a two-year. That's insane. European that is fucking insane. Is stupid money. Yeah, it's uh, like double the American dollar right now. So it's like way more money. Not bad. They take a lot of it, though. You know, those fucking cops. Oh, free uh, this, has been a, uh, simple, <laughs> this has been a Simple Mind Sports Show. Friday headlines, August 13th. Go Pats. We will see you on Sunday. Bye-bye. Move the fuck over. Bye-bye. Jesus Christ, I can't watch a game with you in the way. It's, my, it's the, the first time get a in my bike. new podcast studio. You can get a new computer, but you can't get a bigger monitor. Wait, can you not hear me? Oh, I can hear you. Would you buy a new Mac? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you didn't hear all the – you didn't see all the fucking things coming up on your uh, alerts? Oh, I got dude. drunk two days in a row, so I feel okay spending the money. <laughs> yeah, I need to get one. I can't be using this shit. You don't even really have a Mac. Yeah. Well, um, I just got a fucking – ginormous raise so then maybe i'll just go get myself a new computer you won't you won't no i'll just spend more don't clap until he does it i'll just spend more money on (laughs) (laughs) maybe you can get some lights down there what do you mean look how many fucking they're all on look how bright this shit is or tv so we can fucking watch the game are those uh you just have the fluorescent overheads on like a prison cell the you don't hear it with the long with the long tubes with no, no cover on top. Oh, I do, I do I do have those on right now. Yes, with but the they're fly, like with the fly trap on. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have fly trap. <laughs> they're over my washer and dryer, but the doors are closed, <laughs> so you can't really see them. Fair enough. I'm surprised you wash your clothes.